Hello, friends, and welcome back to the From Fear to Faith podcast. It's been a minute, friends. It's been a minute, but I'm back. And as you know, the title of this podcast is From Fear to Faith. However, some may think and or say, yes, Colette, discussing how to go from fear to faith is great and all. But with the racial injustice and unrest occurring in our world, how do we possibly move from fear to faith when any day our lives could be cut short by a hateful, racist police officer? How do we release the fear and anxiety and have faith in a system that yields acquittals time and time again or gives a slap on the wrist sentence that is an insult to a black life? Well, friends, I'm here to tell you, we cannot ever place our trust in man, nor a system, because then we're asking to be disappointed. We must place our trust in God. Psalm 56 and 3 says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. My heart has been so heavy after seeing the recording of George Floyd pleading for his life until his voice was silenced. It was absolutely, unbelievably heart-wrenching. I just don't understand. And then I do. The hate. How a person could commit Such a heinous crime, ignoring the pleas from Mr. Floyd for his life, dismissing the demands to remove his knee from George Floyd's neck by onlookers, and even disregarding the prompting from a fellow officer to turn Mr. Floyd over on his side. All of that solidifies to me that the former officer's intent was to fatally injure George Floyd, which we know is what occurred. But friends, even in this, as hard as this is to actually swallow, we still cannot lose hold of our faith. Friends, we are living in a time where there is a blatant disregard for black lives. And it has caused warranted fear and anxiety and even questions wondering why the black race has had to endure so much degradation for so many years. Friends, I don't have the answer. But I do know 
in the midst of all of this, God has not forgotten us. He has not forgotten us. He knows we are tired of the unjust treatment, the suffering, the broken hearts from mothers, dads, children, entire families having to endure and are enduring this very moment. God knows. In 2 Timothy 2 and 12, it says, if we suffer we shall also reign with him. The suffering hurts, friends. The suffering hurts. <sighs> the pain of the loss echoes deep within. It's depressing. But we still can't throw our hands up in defeat. We just can't. Because if we don't have faith in God, and if we don't focus on his promises, then who and what do we have? Donnie McClurkin wrote a hit gospel song years back called Stand. What do you do when you've done all you can? Seems like it's never enough. How can you smile when your heart has been broken and filled with pain? You just stand. When there's nothing left to do, you just stand and watch the Lord see you through. God has a purpose. Yes, God has a plan. And I played that at the beginning of the podcast. Now, keep in mind, friends, stand. Yes, when there's nothing left to do. But also, stand does not mean that we do nothing at all. Because we know that faith without works is dead. So we have to do our part. Therefore, educating begins at home. Educating our children to show love, not hate, to all races. Educating the people around us in order to help break the cycle. Protesting against racism. We cannot be passive just to be peaceful. And let me explain. This is not a thumbs up for tearing up cities, but rather a push to activate our voices. Because if we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. We have to speak up and we have to speak out. It is not okay to treat blacks as inferior. It is not okay to cut black lives short in an instant because we're seen as a threat. It's a sad time 
when a white man opens fire and kills nine black church members who welcomes him into their Bible study in Charleston, South Carolina, a few years back. And once he was apprehended, he was bought Burger King by one of the officers. Whereas a black man, George Floyd, say his name, was accused of giving a counterfeit $20 bill was killed after he was apprehended by an officer pressing his knee on his neck for nearly nine minutes. Then basically, he was tossed on a gurney without an afterthought. If a person fails to see the non-threat versus the threat, the superiority versus the inferiority mindset, racist mindset, then being blind is by choice. Friends, an action that is imperative that we must take, that we must educate to take, is to vote. Do not allow a limiting belief to make you think your vote does not count. Black lives matter, therefore your vote matters. Friends, even when our faith is fragile, like now with many people. We have to be like a marathon runner who has received the short end of the stick time and time again, being unable to make it to the finish line. We have to have that determination to not give up, even when the circumstances look bleak. We have to fight to the finish. We have to fight to the finish line, just like the marathon runner. Friends, when I was a little girl or a young girl, teen girl, (laughs) feels good to laugh a little bit. But when I was a young girl growing up in the black church, We had what was called testimony service, whereas the saints told of God's goodness. And on so many occasions, I would hear the seasoned saints sing an oldie, I believe I'll run on, see what the end's going to be. I believe I'll run on. See what the end's gonna be. Hmm. So friends, in these days that we're enduring right now of racial unrest, even when we get weary, let's run on and see what the end's gonna be. 
friends, stay tuned. On days when it's hard to believe, increase my faith. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the From Fear to Faith podcast. I am still excited, friends. I am still excited. Friends, as I thought about the title of this podcast, From Fear to Faith, I focused on two words in the title. And those two words are from and two. And I thought about from as a starting point where we begin. And I thought about two as where we want to end up, the destination. And it resonated within me that you can't make it to a destination without going through some type of journey. No matter the length of time it takes, it's still a journey. Going from fear to faith is a journey as well, which requires work. It requires preparation to get to the destination. There's a scripture in the book of James that says, faith without works is dead. We can think it and we can speak it. But we also have to prepare for it by the works that we do. I was reflecting back to some years ago when I decided to purchase my first home. Now, (laughs) keep in mind, when I decided to purchase my first home, which was some years back, I in no way had any idea about what a growth mindset was. I had no idea of about activating my voice or speaking it into existence. Some of the principles that I mentioned in episode one, I had no idea about those things. But interestingly enough, I was putting in the work for it without being even conscious that I was really doing that. I was praying about it. Or I had prayed about it. I went to model home after model home, looking at different types of homes, learning what I actually wanted in my first home. I learned about earnest money, various floor plans, uh, what was included, upgrades, and so on. And I remember I shared with with a former friend about some amenities that I like that I just had to have in my starter home. And (laughs) her response shocked me. So when I was telling her about it, she asked me, she said, well, are you getting ready to buy a house like now? Like right now? And I told her, well, no, not right now, not at the this very moment, not next month. And she said, well, most normal people start looking at homes when they're ready to actually purchase one. <laughs> yes, she said that. Took me aback a little bit, but I didn't get upset. I was just surprised at the comment. 
most normal people. I don't try strive to be normal. I strive to be what God and who God wants me to be. I strive to be that smart person. But nevertheless, my reply to her was, well, when I am ready to purchase or even maybe to build a house, knowing what I actually want in my first home, it'll help me be at somewhat of an advantage in that particular phase of the home buying process. <laughs> her response was still the same followed by mm, okay and I couldn't get upset because she didn't understand at the time keep in mind that people only understand from their level of perception and she had never been through that process at that particular time so as I think about that and I go back and, and I replay in my mind the steps that I went through, I think about the comment and I also think about if I had been easily influenced, I probably would have completely halted my quest on gaining knowledge about the home buying process. But to demonstrate, friends, how the works part is an essential part of the process of the fear to faith journey. How about God blessed me, not even a year later, friends, but the very same year that I began looking at model homes, that I began to research that I began to get information. He blessed me in that same year <laughs> to be able to start construction. Construction on my first home started that same year and the house was finished mid-year of the next year, which solidifies the point that you can't listen to everybody. And I understand that you can't share things with everyone. But when you think of how if we don't allow the noise that gets into our head, nor the noise from the naysayers to fill our ears, <laughs> and we prepare to do the work, God can give us blessings with our personalized names on it. I'm telling you, friends, I am a witness to that. As the scripture says, he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And as I mentioned in episode one, our motto is it begins in the mind. You know, I read once in a, I believe it was a neuroscience um, magazine that the more repetitive thoughts or beliefs that we have, the more that they are activated, the stronger that they become till they eventually become our go-to pattern of perceiving. When that spark of fear ignites, having you think, oh, you're not qualified enough, you won't be able to learn that, Remember, you don't learn things as, as fast as others 
or Mm-mm. <laughs> your best days are gone. Remember the mistakes you made? Oh, no. You have to train your brain to shake those limiting beliefs off. Remember a few years back, friends, where we were here a lot. Shake those haters off. Well, shake that hater called fear off that tries to limit your thinking, that tries to limit your voice and your actions, that wants to keep you afraid to speak up or stand out. Oh, no. Keep in mind that weapon called fear, oh, it will form time and time again, but it can be knocked unconscious before it prospers. And as we continue to work on developing and maintaining a growth mindset, I believe we also have to develop and maintain the fear won't keep me bound because with God, all things are possible syndrome to which (laughs) there is no cure. We shall think it, we shall speak it, and we shall execute it with the works that we perform. Again, it begins in the mind. And how about, friends, let's start affirming ourselves. Don't wait for someone else to affirm you. Don't wait for someone else to tell you how great you are. Affirming yourself doesn't mean that you are vain. Doesn't mean you are arrogant. (laughs) But believe me, affirming yourself helps. When we do battle with fear, we have to coach ourselves so we don't lose the momentum. I often affirm myself. I actually affirm myself daily. Morning, noonday, night, however I'm feeling, whichever the way the wind blows, in the mirror or out of the mirror, I tell myself, girl, you are valuable. You are loved. You are blessed. You have the favor of God over your life. You are excelling in your career. You are growing wiser every day. You are confident. You are prosperous. You are gorgeous. God's blessings or chasing you down. Friends, let's keep in mind, during the transition, during the transition of from fear to faith in whatever area of your life, during that transition, let's keep in mind that having faith and doing the works The works part is an integral part of that phase, that transition of moving from fear to faith. Let's always keep that in mind. That works part is essential in the transition. My listening friends, stay tuned.